NASCAR podcast with Cruz. Well, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and we got to talk about the race that happened at Atlanta. Coda is this weekend and lots of news in the garage. Let's kick things off on the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Time now for your race day rewind. Well, I thought the race on Sunday, I thought it was okay. I thought it got a little boring at times, but, you know, Ford itself rebounded big time. They hadn't won yet this season until Atlanta. Joey Logano was incredibly dominant. He led 140 of the 260 laps on Sunday. He did pull out the victory and even a stage win in his number 22 auto trader Ford for Penske Racing. But I thought Brad Keselowski had it. I really did. He led quite a number of laps, 47 on the day. But there, right at the end of the race, Joey got past him to claim the victory. But still, a great race for Brad K in his entire Kings Hawaiian Ford. And they've really been clicking this year. I think they're going to get one, maybe two victories because they are just looking real good and turning things around compared to last year. It was also a great run for Christopher Bell, who finished third in his DeWalt Toyota. Corey LaJoy finished fourth, a career high for him in a Celsius Chevrolet. That is big because it is a small car team. And those points and those great finishes go a long way for those teams. Tyler Reddick finishing out the top five in his Xfinity 10G Network Toyota. But again, overall, I thought the race itself was... I thought it was okay. The last stage was pretty good. The first two, though, honestly, I could take it or leave it. You know, Atlanta was repaved, what, a year or two ago? And it's kind of a mini Talladega now. But the car is running single file for a number of laps. And I was kind of worried there, again, till the end of the race. It finished out pretty well. But like Dell Jr. said on his podcast, the track itself is in an area where it should wear fairly quick. So... Who knows, you might see the old Atlanta racing in a number of years. But it was a great victory for Joey Logano and his number 22 Ford for Penske Racing. Bad race, though, for Kevin Harvick finishing 33rd. William Byron, by the way, who won two of the last three races, he wrecked and finished 32nd behind his teammate, Kyle Larson, who finished 31st. The points had a little bit of a shakeup after the Ambetter Health 400 at Atlanta. Joey Logano on top with the number one spot, followed by Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, and Brad Keselowski rounding out the top five. Race winner Joey Logano shares what it's like racing at the newly configured Atlanta Motor Speedway. I mean, every cup race is tough. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, where it is. It's all tough in its own way. You know, in Atlanta, you know, now the speedway racing that it is, but it's also, you know, handling comes into play a lot, and you get to think of it in a different, you know, light than what you do at, at those type racetracks at Daytona or Talladega. It's, it's kind of a, a mix in between it. It's confused on what it wants to be. <laughs> I'd say it go, it's going through puberty. It's like an awkward stage. It doesn't know what it wants to be, but if it's a short track or a, a mile and a half or it's a super speedway, it's, it gets... You know, at times in the race, it feels like it's going back to a regular mile and a half as tires wear out. But then you put tires on and it's easy, wide open, and it changes the game. So um, you just got to be evolving and changing a lot as you go along with it. And, uh, yeah, mentally you're exhausted. You know, Physically, maybe not the most physically demanding racetrack, but mentally, um, yeah, I'm shot. NASCAR News Now. 
And Denny Hamlin saying that he will appeal his NASCAR penalty. If you remember, NASCAR fined him $50,000 and 25 points for admitting on his podcast that he intentionally wrecked Ross Chastain on the last lap at Phoenix. NASCAR saying that Hamlin violated the section 4.4B of the cup rule book that says attempting to manipulate the outcome of a race or championship in wrecking or spinning another vehicle, whether or not that vehicle is removed from competition as a result. Now, didn't he originally say he wasn't going to appeal the penalty, but he tweeted out that after much consideration, he's decided to because what happened at the race was common hard racing that happens each and every week. There was no manipulation of the race or or actions detrimental to the sport. That was part of Denny's tweet that he sent out. So we'll see what happens there. I do believe NASCAR might pull some of that penalty back, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Hendrick Motorsports saying that they will appeal NASCAR's penalties for what NASCAR says were modifications to hood louvers that were found on all four Hendrick cars last week at Phoenix. NASCAR docking Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, and William Byron 100 points and also penalized them 10 playoff points for each. Pretty big penalty there. But that's not the only thing. NASCAR suspended all four crew chiefs for the Hendrick teams and fined them $100,000. These louvers are provided to the teams through NASCAR's mandated single-source supplier. NASCAR does not want anybody touching or modifying these louvers or really a lot of the pieces for the new car at all. And they're very serious about this. Hendrick's saying, though, that those louvers haven't really fit the car properly for quite some time. We'll see what happens here. But some massive penalties and fines coming down from NASCAR for Hendrick Motorsports. Jeff Gordon shares more. I can tell you it was weighing on all of our minds, you know, coming into today and, and certainly um, will continue. I mean, I, we had some conversation, we'll continue to have conversations with NASCAR. You know, this is every situation sort of unique, but this one is a more unique one than I've seen in a while where there's been a lot of communication back and forth on this particular part, especially for this racetrack, um, you know, because they did a parity test in the wind tunnel. And so I think it, it really opened up the door for some miscommunication and you know i don't want to go into any further than that but you know we uh, will continue to to just share all the facts and, and and be transparent with nascar as we have so far and big news for track house racing as quaker state is joining as a new sponsor and technical partner quaker state will have branding on both cars and their driver uniforms and will be a primary sponsor for the number 99 driven by daniel suarez at richmond and the summer at race at atlanta this is your days of thunder nascar podcast the cup series returns to coda this weekend for the eco park texas grand prix the race kicks off at 3 30 and it will be aired on Fox, you can listen to the race on the radio at PRN or Sirius XM. Practice will be on Friday at 2.15 and qualifying will be on Saturday at 11.30. The entry list for this race, by the way, is pretty exciting. I mean, it's a great race itself, but Jimmy Johnson makes his return to the track in the number 84 Legacy Motorsports Chevrolet. Kimi Raikkonen will be in the third Trackhouse Racing car. Taylor Jordan will be filling in for Chase Elliott in the number 9 Napa Chevrolet. And Connor Daly makes his return in the number 50 Chevrolet. Should be a great race at Coda. Some of my top performers are going to be Ross Chastain, AJ Allmendinger, and I think I'm going to go with Chase Briscoe. I feel like he'll have a good race there. My dark horse, 
Corey LaJoy, the number seven Chevrolet, is on fire. And I think he's going to have a great race. And speaking of great races, do not miss the Advent Health 400 May 7th at the Kansas Speedway. This is 46 days away. Some really great seats and tickets still available for this. Now, Kansas has two races, the spring and the fall. You can actually get a pass for both if you'd like. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I love going to Kansas Speedway. Last time I was there, by the way, just wandering around in the pits with some of the Kansas City Chiefs players when Andy Reid, the coach of the team, just appeared out of nowhere. So it's always a great race at Kansas. Get your tickets now at kansasspeedway.com so you don't miss any of the action. Well, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Super excited for the race at COTA this weekend. And you know, next week we're going to recap all of the action. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Cruise of the Days of Thunder podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thebull1051.com.